Hallo, herzlich willkommen zu Solaris Empire Lounge für den Monat Dezember mit Kitty Solaris, Labelchefin und Veranstalterin der Konzertreihe Lo-Fi Lounge im Schokoladen in Berlin Mitte. Und ich bin auch dabei, wie immer, Susanne. Hallo. Hallo, grüßt euch. Zum St <lacht> Zum Start gleich mal eine kurze Ankündigung für die nächsten Lo-Fi Lounges. Am 3. Dezember im Schokoladen mit Lofalonge mit Braum, Toni Carter und die Planung. Und am 17.12. Lofalonge mit Peer, Sebastian Block und Giuliano Morales im Schokoladenmitte, Ackerstraße 169 um 20 Uhr. Und heute haben wir auch mehrere Gäste da. Unter anderem kommt dann später Luke von Creatures. Und zunächst begrüßen wir aber unsere ganz tollen Gäste David und Eden von Lovers Electric. Hey, schön, dass ihr da seid, ihr beiden. Hey there. Hey. Yeah, a very warm welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's really nice to have you here. Yeah. Can you tell us what you are currently working on? Oh, we're working on lots of stuff. Uh, we're just finishing our album. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh, so. Yeah, we just uh, we got a single back from uh, from being mastered last week. Um, so we're we've been working on some video ideas for that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just finishing the album and also doing lots of other videos too. We enjoy making lots of videos. So ah, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> we've been doing that kind of DIY, quite a lot of them, which is fun. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every few weeks releasing a video <laughs> on YouTube and we're like making them ourselves. And sometimes with uh, a song we've already written or sometimes we're writing a new song and just making a video and then putting it online pretty, mm -hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. And you produce all the videos completely on your own? Yeah, yeah. So far, mm -hmm. kind of. It's kind of, it's a lot of fun that way, actually, because it's such a quick turnaround. You kind of write, you know, you write the song, record it, and then just do a video and release it. It's kind of fun. Not being on a, like a, a record label that has, you know, can tell us what to do, <laughs> which, you know, there's good and bad bits, but one of the great bits is that we can just release stuff. It's and fantastic. you have this freedom. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's really refreshing and lovely. So we're just making the most of that before we uh, release a new album. And <laughs> yeah. And do you already know when it's published? It's going to be next year, so oh. early next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we Not all have to wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're just putting the final touches on it, so we have to wait a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you have also a new single, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you don't have to wait for that. It's, ah, uh, no. we, you know, a few days ago we got it, so you know we have it ready. We can play it to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, let's yeah. do it. All right, yeah. cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, so the 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 song is called Storm, and uh, yeah, it's um, we recorded this in Italy oh, with uh -huh. uh, the producer uh, Philip Steinke. Um, he uh, we've been working with him in Berlin and in Italy. He has a studio there, so this song was written there. You can burn your bridges down, cut the lifeline from my side.
Ja, das war Storm, die neue Single von Lovers Electric, die heute glücklicherweise hier zu Gast sind. And can you tell us something about the recording, how it was in Italy? Oh, it was terrible. It was awful. The Italian uh -huh. countryside, it was just an awful uh -huh. time, yeah. <laughs> no, it was definitely um, a very, very nice experience. Um, we we went down there and we actually were a bit like a rap band or something because we took a whole posse of my sister and her husband and their kids to babysit our children. So there was like 10 of us at this villa uh -huh. kind of just chilling out, eating lots of food out and recording an album. So mm. you know, it was wonderful, yeah. It sounds like holidays. Yeah, I know. It really, I mean... Being a musician sometimes is a bit like that. You're like, so this is our job, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's, we had a wonderful time and it was kind of a, yeah, it was good. We had like cooking competitions and, mm. yeah, really mm. nice. and who won? <laughs> we did, of course. Oh, yeah? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, um, Philip, our producer, his parents were also there for some of it because they lived there some, some of the time. And so we just ate a lot of food and drank a lot of wine and it was very, very nice. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It was, and we did an album as well. I mean, it was nice. You'd think that we wouldn't get much work done, but. Luckily, David's a psycho, and also, um, <laughs> and also the producer is. So between them, they were like forgot to eat and sleep. And, uh -huh. you know. Were you already prepared for what you want to record, or yeah. did everything happen there? No, we were actually we'd written quite a lot of the stuff beforehand, kind of you know while we were kind of touring around and stuff. I mean, we definitely wrote some of the stuff there, and um, Philip, the producer did a lot of re-kind of arranging with us. And it was, I mean, his input was invaluable. It was wonderful to work with him. And, um, yeah, so hopefully we've come up with something that's a bit newer for us because we've been more electro in the past and mm -hmm. this album's a bit more acoustic, I guess, which kind of reflects how we were feeling, I guess, mm -hmm. <laughs> full of pasta and uh -huh. pizza. <laughs> I, uh... A bit more relaxed. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I... we. It was really creative down there, but we did most of the writing beforehand, but a lot of the kind of, yeah, just the parts and all that stuff was what we did down there. So mm -hmm. yeah. It has an Italian influence. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mainly food-driven kind of. <laughs> it's a very nice wine, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And you recorded the songs not only as a duo, you also had some other musicians. Yeah, yeah. Well, Philip, the producer, is a great piano player and guitarist too. So um, between David and him and I, we, we are, you know, we manage most of it. And then we have a drummer um, that plays with us, Marcel Ruma. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a fantastic drummer. So we, he added lots of energy to the songs. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's great. great. Yeah, yeah it's great. Really nice. Yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and how was it then to be back in Berlin? Yeah, it's wonderful. It's really <laughs> nice. After living, we, uh, we're, you know, Australian, but, um, we've lived in London for 13 years on and off. So coming to Berlin, it's still really creative and there's lots going on, but it's not quite as stressful. So hmm. it's good. It's kind of, it's a nice kind of slowing down a little bit, but with a lot more time just to do our, art and do our music and stuff so yeah we're loving it really loving it we mm. eat out a lot <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah there are uh, a lot of a, possibilities yeah and exactly and we're in no can and it's just really cool and you know it's we really like it so mm -hmm. 
It's been really nice to be back. And can I ask you, what was actually the reason to come from Australia to Berlin? <laughs> I can't Australia. imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots going on in Berlin. There's a little less going on in Adelaide. It's beautiful and wonderful back in, back home, but it's hard for music. You know, I, I think if you're like a, a band that maybe play live loads and loads and tour and tour, then it's maybe better or something. But we are more recording and write songwriting and stuff, so it seems to make more sense over here. And Germans seem to like our music to a certain oh. degree, mm -hmm. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I think we try and write about things we care about, and I think lyrics actually mean a lot here. And that's yes. really refreshing, actually, after being in London for a while, too, where you can kind of sing, yeah, 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 oh, 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 no one really cares too much about what you're singing about mm. but here it's like actually people seem to listen which is really oh. really nice as an artist mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so we like germany we like people love music here in a way that they kind of they um they go to gigs still and they actually pay for music sometimes and all that stuff that other countries seem to have stopped doing and the germans seem to still like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's good for us mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so so, we're in Berlin for now, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> it's getting colder, though, so let's see how long it lasts. Maybe we'll take a trip home for a month or two. <laughs> yeah, I heard this from a lot of Australians. They leave yeah. Berlin in the wintertime. It's yeah. pretty harsh here, and I think if you have the option of going home, then it kind of, you know, it keeps the uh, parents happy and you happy. It's like, it's a win-win situation for everybody. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll see how cold it gets. <laughs> And how is it working with the lyrics? I mean, who is writing the lyrics? <laughs> we both, uh, write the lyrics together. And, um, and so we kind of work together and write the melodies and we're a kind of two person team, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it works differently, but, um, yeah, we t work together and, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I come to David with a, with a finished song and then he'll, you know, attack it and change it and oh, then, really? uh, or vice versa <laughs> mm -hmm. give it a couple of days to cool off and then you know criticize it well you know positively mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah mm -hmm. no but it's good we kind of we haven't done so much co-writing with other people for our own project we do lots of songwriting for other oh really yeah, yeah mm -hmm. for other projects which is really fun too actually because you can kind of i don't know you can just Play, I don't know, it's like playing a character or something with somebody else, you know, and if you're working with an artist trying to figure out what they really want to say or how they want to, you know, be perceived. So, yeah, it's it's cool. I, we enjoy, we're a bit of a team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, cool. <laughs> We've been working together a long time now, so. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of know each other's next move, so. Mm. Can, you can read the thoughts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this te telepathic <laughs> connection. Yeah, exactly, uh -huh. exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Which is slightly scary sometimes, but also quite useful. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's good on stage too, actually, because we can, we kind of know each other so well now that you can kind of guess what each other are going to do. And yeah, it works well. <laughs> <laughs> and the inspiration for, for your music videos, where does it come from? Uh, I think, um, It's everyday life for us. I don't think we, we tend to try and write about real things rather than made up stories. Um, and I think that's, I mean, there's always someone breaking up or someone, mm. you know, happy or sad or whatever. So there's always a good amount of material. I'm one of seven kids too. So there's always one sister that's going through something. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
something I can sing about. <laughs> it's like a therapy session. <laughs> it's terrible. Sometimes I'm like, oh no, if some of my family hear some of these songs. Like, I hope they don't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good though. <laughs> And when is it possible to watch the music video for the new single? Yeah, the um, music video for the single will be coming out shortly. Oh. We'll, if you keep an eye on our um, Facebook or YouTube or whatever, then we'll post it. We're mm. doing lots of videos at the moment, so it's worth keeping an eye on it anyway. Mm, yeah, I'm looking for forward to it. Yeah, <laughs> Eden, um, yeah, uh, I heard that you have also a fashion label or yeah. you're working as a fashion designer. Yeah, I've been doing designing for many, many years. I was doing it before music, so uh, and then David wrote me into music somehow. Okay. <laughs> But that's what my... Yeah, that's what I used to do all the time. So, so you so so you did a kind of uh, a design school or something? Or I'm like? self-taught actually. It's kind of my family. I was homeschooled and self-taught yeah. in everything. So I've done that in designing as well. So yeah, I just sort of started when I was about 13. I decided I wanted to be a designer. So I just sewed and sewed and sewed. <laughs> and so when I was 18, I started my own label. And yeah, so I was just making theater shows and, you know, movie you know production design and stuff and dresses like party dresses i like doing yeah, yeah. i really like the one that i saw last time it's so fantastic <laughs> thank you thank you i thought it would uh, i knew that the uh the back of the stage was like a nice maroon last night so i <laughs> i thought blue dress would go well <laughs> For me, it looks green. It looks green. <laughs> It's quite light. Maybe turquoise. <laughs> yeah, so Love is Electric. It was super nice to have you here, David and Eden. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having us, guys. It was great. Yeah, Yeah. Thanks. then have a great day and I hope you come back. <laughs> yes, we will. Absolutely. We will. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, but before you leave, we have the great opportunity to listen to a live song. Yeah, we've got a... One of our new album, which is called Waiting for Something to Happen. It's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, showcasing my xylophone skills. <laughs> yeah, Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> start to riot so we throw them all in jail and everyone knows it but we've already failed they say there's enough for everybody if we care but no one wants to do it cause then we'd have to share
waiting for something to happen. Oh, 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 waiting for something to happen. Waiting for something to happen. The stress, the fear, the silence, the cost, the future, the terror, the empty, the lost. Don't worry, nothing's wrong. The lies, confusion, the tricks, illusions, the debt, control, the freedom to fall. Don't worry, nothing's wrong. Das war Nie Lovers Electric aus Australien, die jetzt in Berlin leben. Und wir begrüßen heute im Studio Luke Treuner aus Australien von der Band Creatures. Und ähm, hallo. Hi. Hallo. Hi. Luke, und, thanks for having me here. Und äh, du, Luke, lebst auch in Berlin. You're living in Berlin. Yeah, that's too. correct. Stimmt. Okay, that sounds very interesting. How long are you here then? Uh, I'm here actually just for four years now since September was mm -hmm. my four-year anniversary, which is interesting because it started off as a, a two-week holiday and I was supposed to live in London after that. I had a visa sorted out, but I liked Berlin so much that I split up from my friends and I came back here on my own straight away after traveling. And yeah, then I just met more and more people and got more settled here and eventually... I realized I wanted to stay, so I had to finalize my Polish passport through my mother. Mm -hmm. And so now I can stay here permanently, mm -hmm. which is great. So Poland is part of the uh, EU? It and is, yes. Luckily, since, I'm not, I don't know the exact date, but it's only around a decade or so, roughly. Mm -hmm. Before then, it was not. So it's lucky for me that it's now part of the EU. So I have like a golden key to living and working in Europe now. which is Wherever you want. Yeah, which is really nice for an Australian because lots of my friends, they also fell in love with living in Europe. But... It's very difficult for them to stay longer than a year or two with visas unless, you know, you have a skilled job that you're qualified in and they really want to take you. And it's much more complicated without an EU passport. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> and um, so tell us something about your music career. How did you start to do music? Did you, did you um, do music in Australia too? I did, but um, not really professionally. Like when I was in high school in Australia, when I was about 15, I started playing in a band and we sort of did that throughout school, but it was very much like a, a teenager thing. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just emulated the style of things that we liked. So from my perspective, it wasn't that interesting at that stage. And then when I finished school, I started university and kind of forgot about music a little bit. I was also going out clubbing a lot and going into underground techno stuff. So I kind of forgot about organic music and playing guitar for two or three years altogether. And then towards the end of my bachelor degree, I realized that I really missed doing it. So I sort of 
I was studying media communications at the time, and I sort of used a little studio like this where I was uh, editing radio programs mm -hmm. to record just a couple of rough demos and to see how that went. And then I started playing live a little bit on my own, and some of the stuff online got really good feedback. So okay, I thought, okay, maybe I'll try doing that. But then that was sort of happening when I was getting ready to leave for Europe. <laughs> And so again, I stopped for a little while. At first, I was just traveling and then getting settled in Berlin and, and meeting people and going out a lot. <laughs> and then eventually again, I realized, oh, I'm missing that again. And I'm, I met someone who told me I should try to record an EP here. And so eventually I got that done in... Actually, the EP was only released last year in 2013. Mm -hmm. what, so, what label is it released? Um, it was... Uh, originally released with Wait What Records, which mm -hmm. is a very small label. <laughs> so small, in fact, that we are the second release <laughs> from the label. The first release is the guy who runs the label's own band. Uh -huh. He's based in Russia. Well, he was based in Russia, but he's just moved to Berlin. Uh, where did he come from? From Moscow? Uh, no, he's from St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. Yeah, uh -huh. I, I know he's living there. I'm not sure where he was born. Uh -huh. And so you met this guy in Berlin too? Yeah, actually, I met him in my first few months in Berlin when you meet like a million strangers at once. I met him at a dinner thing somewhere and we I think we connected over music I think and we sort of were in contact a little bit online through Facebook but not really and then he stumbled across we played a show at Bergheim Cantina supporting an American act called New Look mm -hmm. and he stumbled across the link for that and found uh, our songs we had online and he was like wow I'd really love to do a little release with you like we're not very big at all but we could help you record something and press some vinyls and do an EP together and I was like sure <laughs> and that was the thing that finally pushed me to do it because before that I was very, not lazy, but I needed someone to kind of force me into it that had some faith in what I was doing and then I kind of felt like a certified musician <laughs> and had the right to do it. Otherwise, I was a bit sort of unsure about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, the, and the, the main thing you do is playing guitar and writing songs and singing? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, I think probably... <laughs> I, my overall strength, I guess, is in, in the songwriting itself. Like, I'm not a classically trained singer or anything, and I only had two weeks of guitar lessons in school, and then I kind of taught myself. So, yeah, I mean, I have, I think I'm quite aware of, I have a very limited voice in terms of range, and it's quite soft. So I really have to tailor writing the songs to suit my voice, otherwise mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. But I mean, that's fine. A lot of people do that. You just have to be clever about the way you do it, and it can be very effective. But you have to be aware <laughs> of these limitations as well. Like some people have a very big, struck pump, uh, strong pop voice and they can sing a cover of anything and it will mm. sound great, but it's really not my position. So mm. I have to concentrate on the songwriting a lot. So yeah, I play guitar and sing mostly, but for the first EP, I'm like always trying other things as well. Like I played mostly everything on that. There's some uh, keyboard, microcore keyboard, mm -hmm. synth layering, and some glockenspiel and things like this. And then the guy who recorded me, he did some cymbal work and some drums. Who did I, record you or where did you? Um, it's a little studio in Neukölln called, uh, I think it's called One Million Mangoes. I'm trying to remember the name now. Mm -hmm. There's a really nice guy called Alan. Mm -hmm. He's from the UK. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's very good at what he does and really, really reasonable prices. Like he basically lets you pay what you can. And, wow. and yeah, the quality, <laughs> I mean, To some extent, obviously, you're going to be fair, but the quality level for this is amazing. Like, he really knows what he's doing. He masters uh, tracks for a lot of bigger bands as well. Uh -huh. So it was cool. He just jumped on the drums and helped me out with some rhythm stuff because that's something I, I'm willing to try lots of other instruments, but um, drumming is something I probably <laughs> have not become adequate at yet. So 
Uh, yeah, so I've brought one song along for you from the EP, actually. It's uh, the third track on the EP, and it's called Mirror Mirror. Das war Mirror Mirror von Creatures und Luke von Creatures ist ja heute auch hier zu Gast. Mirror Mirror, also this, this song starts with the lyrics taken from a fairy tale, Snow White. And actually you're, you're studying literature, right? But it has nothing to do with a fairy tale or how, how is it connected? Um, yeah, it's true. I, I am studying literature, but uh, this particular song was written before I began studying literature. So. Ah. <laughs> well, I mean, I've always had an in interest in literature, but I like to take, I think I have other songs as well where I take a line, just one line from something that is quite well known and is steeped in a tradition of some some kind of literature or something, and then to reappropriate this line in your own way. So you take it and then you you use it in a new way, which I think is quite interesting to mm -hmm, do mm -hmm. if it fits well. <laughs> mm -hmm. It it can also be a key for a song. Like you start with something and then this kind of key leads you to something else. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I think this is what happened in this case. Like it just na naturally came out at this point as the starting point, and then I built it around this line from there, and it w I think it works really well for me mm -hmm. to get uh, the meaning that I want out of it that way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you think your studies, they influence your music a lot? Um, I would say so, yes. I mean, I've always been, for me, when I'm writing songs, the, the lyrical process is equally important, if not more important than uh, the melody and the production. So it's not that the music is written and then I just put some words to it. It's very much done 
together with equal importance. And I think since I've started studying literature, of course, what we're doing is it also has some linguistic components. So what we're doing is dissecting literature texts and really analyzing words in a very close way, which you really understand the importance of just a very slight change in word or a very slight ordering of words, and the whole meaning is completely different. And you learn about ways of layering various meanings within one simple line. So mm -hmm. I think it's it's um, given me even more attention on this sort of thing. So I'm approaching writing the words with more care <laughs> even than before, which I think is nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this also means that every line has a deep meaning because there's so much hidden inside Sure. I mean, it can be. Hope, hopefully it's like that. <laughs> I mean, you have some lines which are supporting the other lines more. Sometimes you're building towards something, so not everything has to sound overly deep or dramatic because then obviously this is going to be too much and uh. it's going to be overriding. So you have to have the careful balance of of having something that is quite straightforward but then something that is maybe a little bit more ambiguous so you're not sure of the meaning and I think if you can get the balance of this right it can be very effective because for me the stuff that I enjoy the most in terms of lyrics and songwriting is when it's very accessible to everyone in different ways so mm -hmm. it shouldn't be really one specific meaning mm -hmm. this is not very interesting mm -hmm. it should feel to each person who hears it a very strong meaning of what it means but it should be relatable in different ways and the best lyricists are really good at this but it's not an easy thing to do because Sometimes the best lyrics of all sound very simple, but to get this simple combination of words that can trigger so many different things for different people, I think is a really delicate art, which I can only hope I'm achieving. I never know. It's very I, difficult to analyze. No, no, I, I think I understand so, exactly what yeah. you mean. I think uh, it's the same in a lot of poems. Mm -hmm, in, sure. It's the same technique somehow exactly. that you can that that uh, these lyrics are free for individual exactly. or open for individual interpretation yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think it's very important but um yeah you can only leave this up to your audience as your judgment because right. once <laughs> you start trying to analyze your own work it's just it's not a, i don't think it's a good habit to sit around mm -hmm. doing yeah. you can never get a very clear perspective and i mean usually There's one point, it's a rush during the writing process when you really love it. And besides from that, you tend to begin to hate it more and more the more you listen to it and critique it. So it's best to stay away from that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how is it with the song Supposedly? Uh, Supposedly is an interesting one because it was written uh, and they really liked the song and they decided they wanted to release it as a single. So... It's a strange position for us because it's a very old song and it, it wasn't like what I was focusing on at the moment, but... I thought it's the same as I said before. You can't really judge your own stuff so well because you're so close to it. So mm. if other people really like this, you have to go with that and say, okay, if people are getting something from that, then we release this and then we keep working on the other things we're doing and we show people a variety of sounds that can only be a good thing, I guess. Mm -hmm. So now we listen to Supposedly. Okay. And falling down Playing hide and 
This was supposedly from Creatures. And uh, Luke, can you uh, tell us, uh, you, you just told us that the song was um, used for a commercial. Uh, yes, is that's it, right. Is it on TV or can we see it uh, on TV? I think it, initially when she told us that they were going to use the song, she said it was being prepared for German TV and YouTube ads, I think. Mm -hmm. I still, I'm still not sure. You can find it on the website of the uh, mobile phone application, which is called PayFriends. PayFriends. So if you look up PayFriends, they have a video advertising the application, which is a pretty cool app, actually. Mm -hmm. And they made a nice little advertisement, and this contains the song. And yeah, as I said before, I think already that's that was used in this, and that's how we met the label Motor Entertainment, and then it was later released as a single. Mm -hmm. And at Motor, you only released the single or the whole EP? Well, what they've done is they've released the single for us and then they re-released our first EP together with the original label, Wait What Records. So it's a collaboration release mm -hmm. and they put the new single on top of the old EP. So it's six tracks instead of five and now you can buy that on from iTunes and Amazon and things like this online. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's a re-release but with an extra song. Okay, that sounds very interesting. And uh, you said you're working on a new album? Yes. Uh, at the moment, we have demoed almost all of the albums. So we've done, I don't know, close to 10 demos. And we just want to do a few more. So we have as many options and then really choose all the strongest songs. And then we'll book time in, in a studio mm -hmm. and start recording it all like properly. Because so far, it's just the rough cuts. But uh, my music partner, Johnny... He's a really... He's playing the keyboards? The keyboard live, yeah. And he's also a very talented uh, sound engineer. He works for, do you know, Tricone Studios? It's a, a, a recording studio in Berlin run by an Australian guy. Mm -hmm. But it's quite a big studio. It's quite nice. And so you will record the stuff there? 
I think so. Yeah, he also he works for them and he works freelance for SoundCloud because SoundCloud uh, just opened a recording studio recently in Berlin. So mm-hmm. uh, Johnny, my my band member, he set up the studio for them and organized all the equipment, and now he's doing um, some sessions there with them too. So what we might do actually, because he has access to both of these studios, we may record little bits in both because. Uh, Tricone Studios will be really good for all the musical parts, but uh, I think SoundCloud may be better for vocals for the equipment they have there. So you mix and match a bit, and then we get somebody else to master it, and then it will be complete after that. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy that I saw on stage, it was uh, Kirill. Yeah, this it's is a Russian guy. It's a guy from Russia, and th- this is actually the guy who founded this small label, Wait What Records, from from Russia originally. So they did the first release. Mm-hmm. But this whole time he's been living in Russia up until about a month ago. He moved to Berlin. He's going to stay here for now, which is really nice because uh, he really shares the same uh, love for the same kind of music as me and as Johnny. So it's great to have him here supporting us. And he's also a musician himself. So, yeah, he started joining us live. And he's I think playing the drums and he plays bit guitars. All, all sorts of things. Yeah, He is a drummer, essentially. He's a very good drummer. But he's a tech head as well. He likes technical stuff. He has all strange synthesizers and keyboard controllers and a guitar. And he puts through everything through a lot of effects. So you get a very kind of layered dynamic sound. And he helps to build, you know, this kind of... It feels almost like an orchestra or something of electronics, which is what we're working towards to have a, a sort of bigger, more powerful impact live than you can have with only two people. Mm-hmm. So it would be cool if he keeps... To play with us and, and what shows. is uh, he, you said you told me that uh, he is also doing music by himself he has got an yeah. own project what is the name of the project uh, he at the moment the mm-hmm. project he had is no longer active it was oh. called it had a funny name it was called superficial random porridge knowledge or something sk oh. <laughs> skrp no superficial random knowledge porridge uh-huh. <laughs> and this was like an instrumental band mm-hmm. Uh, but also very good, but he, they they stopped playing together in Russia quite some time ago, and now he's working on something by himself, but he hasn't shown it to me yet. So I'm excited to hear what he's doing, and also excited to have him playing with us, because I think he brings another element to it, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sounds good. And what 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 music taste, uh, you, you told us uh, that uh, you share the same music taste, what is the music taste you prefer? Oh, you like uh, so, so many different things. Like, to, it's hard to pick one or two names that really describes the overall thing. But I mean, at the moment, I'm listening to a lot of Swans and Roland S. Howard. I don't know if you know these guys. Uh, it's an Australian guy. Yeah? Roland S. Howard is yeah. He was part dead of dead already. Yeah, he is dead. He died from cancer. It's true. Very oh. recently, which is yeah. Sad, I know. I know the name. He's quite famous. Yeah, he he was playing together initially with Nick Cave yeah, before Nick when Cave. they were in a band together. And I mean, I also like Nick Cave a lot too, but I think even like one album in, in particular, Roland S. Howard, I prefer probably mm-hmm. the songwriting to Nick Cave a little bit. It's a really, really good lyrical composition and he's a really interesting artist. So it's quite sad that he died already. <laughs> but um, that I've listened to a lot recently and Swans and I al- always listen to a lot of Elliot Smith growing up. It's, Elliot uh, Smith. Uh, Elliot Smith mm-hmm. is a big influence for me. Um But I mean, this is, I take little bits and pieces from everything. Most artists I listen to, honestly, I like two or three tracks, like a lot. And then the rest, not so interested in. Do you know what I mean? I have like a hundred artists like this, two or three songs that I love Mm -hmm. from them. And then the rest of the album, I'm not that interested in. So if you pick just little bits from all of these artists and you make one big playlist and you Mm -hmm. get 
so much good stuff coming from everywhere instead of just I don't know it's very rare for me to find an artist where I like everything they do this is only happens to me once every few years or so really it's quite rare <laughs> and uh, what about Australian bands do you have some influences uh, besides uh, what it was the name uh, again Roland S. Howard Ro Roland S. Howard <laughs> uh, like what about ACDC and <laughs> no that's <laughs> not really my thing <laughs> no <laughs> no I mean yeah, it's 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 fun and Bon Jovi fun music is he from <laughs> Australia huh? Bon Jovi John Bon Jovi John, no he's from the in US excess, yeah. in excess in excess Kylie Minogue Big old rock bands. Uh, no, bon Jovi is from the US for sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> In excess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the stuff was around when I'm growing up, obviously, but it's, I wouldn't say it's very much an influence on me. It's very, uh, kind of straight rock and roll, and I'm not so much into this kind mm -hmm. of straight rock. I don't, mm. I don't, yeah, it's not really my genre, but. What about Lord? Lord, this girl from Australia? She, is she from Australia? Lord? What's the name? Lord. I don't know, actually. She's quite be. famous. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I will surprise you by not knowing many things that are quite famous. I sort of know the things that I like and I tend to miss a lot of stuff that goes on, actually. I don't know. I'm in a, in a bit of a musical bubble. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll check it out, actually. Yeah. Lord is quite okay. interesting. And do you know, um, Hugo Race, for example? He used to play with Nick Cave too. Yeah, I know the name. Yes. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not so familiar with the stuff. Uh -huh. but, uh, He's playing quite soon in Berlin. Okay, cool. There's another, also really another good Australian artist called Ben Frost. You might know. It's, I heard the name. The name yeah, it sounds familiar pretty, to me. It's quite strange. It's not for everybody. It's a little bit, uh, I don't know what, not quite like drone, but it's very experimental with the structure of the songs. And he uses all lots of s sorts of weird instruments and electronic stuff and he builds layers. And it's quite like dark and ambient, but I think he's a really, really interesting artist. He played at Burkhine, like mm -hmm. in the main room. I think a couple of times actually. Next time I have to check it out because I've heard it's very good live. So that's sort of the Australian artist I know and like. <laughs> und nun abseits von der australischen Musik hören wir mal was ganz anderes und zwar einen deutschen Musiker Sebastian Block mit Ich hoffe ja von dem Album Bin ich du. Bist du wirklich da, wenn ich erwarte? Oder bleibt es nur der Traum der letzten Nacht? Wenn das Sonnenlicht durchs Fenster bricht, bist du wirklich da? Ich hoffe ja. Bist du wirklich da, wenn ich erwach? Oder bleibt es nur der Traum der letzten Nacht? Ich 
Das war Sebastian Block und Sebastian Block spielt am 17.12. um 20 Uhr im Schokoladen ähm, in der Ackerstraße 169 in Berlin-Mitte. Und Luke, äh, du hattest uns gerade erzählt, dass du schon seit vier Jahren in Berlin lebst. You told us that yeah, you sure. living in Berlin since four years now. Yeah. And tell us about your experiences uh, what do you like about berlin and what what you what do you, you don't like about berlin what, what you hate <laughs> what i hate uh the winters the winters, the winters i hate terrible, obviously yeah. it's easy answer because i'm from australia and in australia it doesn't even snow really in the winter in the city ever it's not so you didn't zero. know it before no i knew it but i was not prepared for what it felt like but even what actually the cold is not the problem also how dark it is for six months mm. it's just gray and dark like most of the day which is really difficult for me i get really depressed mm. in the winter i, I can recommend you something because yeah. i bought a daylight lamp okay. it only costs 50 euros okay. and it helps a lot okay. it, when i when i switch it on it's always like pew, Like, It's like like oh. the effect of vitamin D from the right, sun. Right, <laughs> right. So I can recommend it. You okay. can use it. You you look at this lamp for half an hour, okay, or sometimes right. I just let it shine <laughs> in my room. And I have to try this. And maybe <laughs> you have to bring it to the studio also. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I have to try it out mm -hmm. then because the, the winters are tough. But yeah, I like a lot of things about Berlin. I mean, it's, it's so many different people from everywhere all together in one place doing lots of interesting stuff, which is definitely the best part about it. Also, endless parties, if you want to go to parties, everybody who's been here knows that. I mean, this can also be a bad thing. It can be one or the other. Right, if, yeah. if you treat it right and you learn to tame the beast, then it can be quite fun, I think, as long as you know where to draw the line and stop. Right. Otherwise, it can become your worst enemy. So. Yeah, yeah, you have to have yeah. self-discipline yeah, in Berlin. Definitely, I yeah. think so. But yeah, there's always interesting people here to meet. So yeah, it's really great. So we're looking forward to your next record. Cool, great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to producing it and getting <laughs> it out there. So yeah. uh, thank you for being here. It was a pleasure. Cool, great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank very you. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then I hope to see you again, Luke. 
Cool, great. Hopefully we'll see you at a live show sometime oh. in the near future once we stop producing and start playing live again in a few months. So mm -hmm. would be great. Mm -hmm. We will. <laughs> okay. So, so then, all the best for you, all the best for Thank your you. recordings. And Thank you. All the best, you too. We'll see you soon in the future. See you. Und nun hören wir noch einen Song von Brom, Je te mangerie. Jolie dame, ton calme me va. Pour toi, je descendrai où les gens parlent fort dans les cours, aux fenêtres, à l'abri du soleil et le soir, le soir après la plage. Après la plage te mangerai Ici Dans les marais Non Pas de sorcière Juste des roseaux feuillus Tamaris Et beaux chevaux Et sur Ce chemin de sable Nous Tous les deux Et ce soir, Et ce soir après, la plage, après la plage, je te mangerai. Et là, sur la place, des vieux sur des bancs, entre les platanes, des guirlandes aux ampoules colorées. Faire, on prépare un bal, on se toise et on se fuit sur la terrasse du restaurant. On se cherche et on se rate sur le toit de l'atelier. Mais ce soir, après la fête, je te mangerai. Oui, ce soir, après la fête, je te mangerai. Je chanterai tes yeux, ta bouche et ce corps qui se découvre. Je chanterai tes yeux. Et ce soir, après la plage, après la fête, je te mangerai. Oui, ce soir, après la fête, après la plage, je te mangerai. Das war Je te mangerai von Brom. Die nächste Lofa Lounge findet am 3.12. im Schokoladenmitte statt mit Brom, Toni Kater und die Planung. Und danach ist in zwei Wochen wieder Lofa Lounge am 17.12. die letzte Lofa Lounge des Jahres mit Sebastian Block, den wir eben gerade gehört haben, und mit Peer. Wir hören jetzt den Song Newton vom neuen Album Galactica. 
Genau, aber bevor wir jetzt die Sendung beenden, hättest du ja fast etwas ganz Wichtiges unter den Tisch gekehrt oder unter den Teppich gekehrt, so heißt es ja. Nämlich, du spielst ja selber am 13. Dezember, das ist ein Samstag, ganz exklusiv in der Lupita Bar in Berlin, richtig? Mhm, genau, das ist eine meiner liebsten Bars und die haben als Spezialität Mescal aus Mexiko. Und äh, wie gesagt, das ist sehr schön da, ist sehr lauschig und ich spiele da eigentlich immer vor Weihnachten Konzert. Mhm, toll, also da könnt ihr endlich mal Kitty Solaris selber live sehen, also nicht nur hören, dann, sondern auch sehen. Mal abgesehen davon, dass man dich im Schokoladen natürlich sehen kann, aber du trittst endlich mal wieder auf. Und ja, ich hoffe, du treibst es nicht zu bunt an diesem Abend. Ganz bestimmt nicht. <lacht> <lacht> Aber ich vielleicht, wenn ja, ich da bin. Ja, du vielleicht, okay. <lacht> okay, also genau. Und damit verabschieden wir uns auch. Am nächsten, letzten Freitag des Monats gibt es wieder die Solaris Empire Lounge. Und bis dahin alles Gute. Viel Spaß mit Peer. Gentle Fly Homeland Big Bang Theory As beginnt mit IT Bankenkrise Lady Gag Und Hannemo Barack Obama Wikileaks Google News Al Jazeera YouTube Ich mach nicht was zu verlangst Schlingen Sie hat keine Angst Mainstream Underground Neuer Look Neuer Sound Facebook Hollywood Piraterie Robin Hood Neue Sass in Kolonien Islamische Demokratien Game of Thrones Star Trek Call of Duty Walking Dead Robert Henke Basti Dessa Rivers Como Heiner Geißler Schluttert 21 Und alle so yeah
Hey, where love's electric. <laughs> hey, and this is a song if love is not the answer. Just for you, especially on SoundCloud. Hey, what's the choice? Freedom is a notion if you pay. You can stay. The door is always open. We stand aside with the rising tide and the lies we hide. We build our thrones with hearts of stone. If love is not the answer, then I don't know the question. How can we find peace in this world if we keep fighting? And I don't see the reason. Complicate what's simple How can we find hope in this world If we keep fighting Oh, if we keep fighting Hey, what's that noise? The bombs keep on falling And the poor know there's more But the rich just keep talking We stand aside with the rising tide And the lies we hide We build our thrones with hearts of stone If love is not the answer Then I don't know the question How can we find peace in this world If we keep fighting What's simple? How can we find hope in this world if we keep fighting? Oh, if we keep fighting. How can we find hope in this world if we keep fighting?